0: March 23rd, 1997. People flocked to see Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. Unfortunately, there was no scene in which his character was forced to admit vaccines don't cause autism. Billy Crystal spent the night before hosting the 69th Academy Awards, deciding which story about his dad taking him to see Mickey Mantle he wanted to go with. 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult lay dead in a mass suicide, attempting to ascend to a higher plane and achieve immortality. Meanwhile, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret the Hitman Hart did just that as they faced off at WrestleMania 13. You scratch my back, I'll stab yours. This is Hell in a Cell Phone. Welcome to our first Wrestlemania episode of Hell in a Cell Phone, the podcast where we attempt to make sense of the Attitude Era of WWE 20 years later. Say hi, Eric. Oh, hello. Say hi, Bobby.
1: Hello. We have a lot
0: of show to talk about, so we're going to get right to it.
2: Yes.
0: All the stars are out tonight. (laughs) Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Muhammad Ali. Ray (laughs)
1: Liberace. They all did. They all perform in the past WrestleManias. They have. That's insane. It is an inclusive event, my friends.
0: Clearly, they listed them all at the beginning because nobody at that level of fame was here tonight. Not
1: even close. Let me tell you, I'm so glad that WrestleMania 14th is being held at the Fleet Center next year because a lot of shit to get out of for this one. Okay. They couldn't even get Ray Liotta to perform for the opening
0: ceremonies. Performing from a sold-out Rosemont Horizon. You want to talk about that at all, Bobby? I
1: they, they were like, in the suburbs of Chicago. I was like, don't even try to say <laughs> that you're in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. my friend. Were they like Evanston or something? <laughs> Basically, right? I mean, like they're I, I, unbelievable. That's like right now we're currently talking about where WrestleMania season as we're recording this, where they keep pushing that WrestleMania's in New York City, which it is not. It is in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yes. So similarly, at least Just here they like own the up to it. Yeah. Up now, they, they at least they owned up to it. I also want to point out these days, WrestleMania themes are always some like weird new metal band I've never heard of. However, the theme for this WrestleMania, I don't know what it was called or who did it, but it is so beautifully '90s. It sounds like it's by UB40 or Go West, and I want to know what it is. It was
2: probably one of the more garbage themes I've heard. It was, <laughs> it was so bad, like everything about when they're just like, it's WrestleMania, and like, like. As soon as they left the black and white stuff and they went into the presentation, it was real, real low production It was value.
1: rinky-dink, like nobody's bit The song, I was like, this is
2: great. Who made this terrible song? Certainly, they're not getting the promotion that they usually get. In, no, uh, I mean, even the set.
1: I mean, we're used to now, Wrestlemania sets are truly like these like massive Super Bowl halftime show, like lights and screens and 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 a roller coaster that's going the whole time like nuts and this was the saddest little cardboard high school production of like the music man backdrop that they put up it was awful it was bad
2: um i also first of all i i was watching that intro i love the intro i loved the intro (laughs) there's a part where they go but this year a tempest engulfs utopia (laughs) <laughs> is this a utopia?
1: This is honestly so, so, some set up going into this. This is so, Vince Russo is what, a writer that helps define the attitude era. And this is the first time that he's writing on a WrestleMania. So, a lot of things we'll talk about, and a lot of the things that are happening in this, in terms of like good and evil and people shades of gray people in between this is all coming out of a lot of vince russo's influence on the writing of wwe and his own personal struggles it's well it's always been this morality tale of like the hulk hogan good guy and like the monster bad guy and now we'll see in this pay-per-view things are really different i think the package set that up fucking beautifully
0: i was definitely confused when undertaker was described as a once benevolent force
1: He, He's he, the used to hand, the light. he used to hand
2: daisies to little girls <laughs> no. by the river.
0: This is also the first WW or the first WrestleMania that isn't a sellout. Oh, there I, were like eighteen thousand people. I am not is what earning my said. keep anymore. You guys <laughs> I
1: have my little notes. I'm all excited. It's but all right. Have...
2: I'm the official. This was wow. not a sellout. Eighteen thousand people in attendance. I was wondering,
1: was there a Carl's Jr. promotion to get this crowd? <laughs> is Mark Henry on the train on his way there, or what's happening? Also, I do know it was one of the lowest pay-per-view buy rates. Of, it was the lowest WrestleMania buy rate uh, to this point, and I still think it's one of the lowest in history.
0: Yeah, so, of the total 18,000 that attended, only 16,500 paid. Oof. Oof. Oh,
2: my God. This, this is... is really not a utopia. <laughs> well, also, uh, although, maybe it is if nobody pays.
1: A big, a big part of that, too, is because this WrestleMania, the plans had changed so much. Shawn Michaels wasn't wrestling now, and now it's Sid and Undertaker. All of this stuff was like happening in weeks. There's not the months-long build that we were supposed to be getting here. Wait, was Shawn Michaels really injured? I forget. Did we talk about this on the last episode? It's not resolved, but it is interesting how he found his smile in time to be a commentator later today, and so I do think it's suspect. We never even talked last time about how the fact that he combined... Losing
0: his smile and an injury—it's like pick one or the other. Laying but like the, we don't pick. need to. That's that's from last one, so we shouldn't talk about that now. Um, I was in love with the fact that this WrestleMania was under three hours. Um, I obviously because we're
1: for for selfish, a battle of a nine-hour WrestleMania this year. So.
0: <laughs> oh you no! Know, when this releases, WrestleMania will still be going on. <laughs> the ladies will be backstage waiting to take the stage.
1: Hour two hundred and seven, the Royal Rumble of the Royal Rumble. Of WrestleMania will make history. Actually,
2: they're they're just making it long enough for uh, Becky Lynch's leg to heal fully. <laughs> she still has three more weeks of. Ronda
1: Rousey's backstage with a sharpie putting on her eye makeup.
0: <laughs> Every time the Godwins show up on stage, I audibly go fuck.
2: I I literally wrote my the first word where I, on the sentence where I mentioned the Godwins
0: is fuck. <laughs> I go fuck. I thought we were done with the Godwins. We so our not. new T-shirt design: fuck the Godwins. Not fuck the Godwins. Fuck, fuck comma oh. the Godwins. They are. I just I this this whole
2: tag team match was a step backwards. It felt like I didn't understand what they were doing. It's like they're like, oh, we got uh we got the headbangers uh like the headbanger tag team. They're guys who go to punk shows. No, no, metal. My, metal, no, metal, new, metal. New. no
0: one's punk. The headbangers make sense to me. Like, yeah, like I love Like, just as a storyline. Like, they are two guys who loved metal in high
1: school. They love metal now. They just want to beat some heads. And they're wearing... Were fishnets metal back then? They were like... This was very Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So that's what we're pulling from now. This is Marilyn Manson. Heart. This is the totally what it is. Mm. Like, that's what they're pulling from. And Marilyn Manson's doing this weird gender-bending... Stuff at the time, and so that they're always wearing skirts, and they're wearing fishnets, and they've got the makeup, and they've got the piercings. The mm-hmm. rocket kilt. Vince McMahon has no idea what's happening. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, I do not believe that's an act at all. I truly think he has no idea what's happening. He that's does. Think interesting wardrobe choice. Fleetwood Mac is a new hamburger at <laughs> McDonald's. He's got no that, idea.
2: That was an amazing moment with Waller, where he, like he's basically saying that Vince McMahon is not cool enough to know Fleetwood Mac. Vince that nineties.
0: That <laughs> group vince's white zombie
1: no actually, <laughs> i have that down too um okay but okay so but fine. we got
0: we we haven't even gotten to everybody that's in this matches so we got furnace and lafon <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know i heard that they're actually the uh candelabra and the clock from
0: <laughs> beauty and the beast um they must be the least charismatic people in the history of the world.
1: They were like, okay, let's see. What's your gimmick? What's your gimmick? I know nothing. <laughs> we <laughs> wrestle. Because, what? Because they're really good.
0: They're super they're good. They're really
1: good. And if they just had an
0: ounce of personality, they would have been... Over like hell. Did you notice they got the
1: Chiron that said Headbangers? And I was trip. like, Cool.
0: <laughs> like,
1: cut it, cut off. All, all of the production value is is really ramped First up. First match of the night, WrestleMania. Like guys, this is the A team. Everybody are you doing? was asleep at the wheel for this. <laughs> what are we doing?
2: Okay, but my I think my my point stands for the next one, which is the new Blackjacks, Ugh. which are wrestling cowboys again. Sure.
0: Well, I think that Vince McMahon just has a thing for cowboys. I I think. Think of it as like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When one cowboy team disappears, another <laughs> one will rise to take its place. Is this? Are they
2: supposed to be? Well, okay. I guess the old Blackjacks were a group in the '70s mm-hmm. where they, they, they were still the Blackjacks. <laughs> they're, they're just <laughs>
3: Blackjack
2: the old Black Jacks. <laughs> We're Blackjack classic now. <laughs> um, okay, but. I, I wonder if they're, like, meant to be something like the Riverboat Gamblers, like like Maverick. What they are is... Yeah, it, a little bit ma-
1: more mavericky than just, like, the Smoking Guns. But, I
0: mean, what they are is just exactly what's wrong with the WWF at this point. Trying to repackage an old thing, Cowboys, a gimmick that has nobody excited when you've got all these ass-kickers
1: and... But Bradshaw and Barry Wyndham both. Barry Wyndham's last gimmick before this, never made it pay-per-view, was the stalker. No, stalk- it did. The was stalker. He was he the I can't remember if we saw one. With he, was the we saw,
0: he was the stalker. He was the guy who wore pink camo and a WWF t-shirt. <laughs> yeah.
1: What oh, yeah. Was, I yeah. matching was. It was, in? A, it was
0: in Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. He was just a Survivor Series. Oh, just like a fucking
1: loser. I remember watching him as a kid, but I don't remember him. I actually remember he had a big feud with, a kid not, T.L. Hopper, who was a plumber. T.L. Standing for toilet lid. And TL TL Hopper was a plumbing <laughs> wrestler. And he had a big feud, I think, believe with Barry Wyndham. Was his submission
0: uh, that he would put the plunger on I think people's he did face? Have like the it plunger. had to be. I, it all, had to be. It's
1: all like a sense memory now. Uh but yeah, the blackjacks. But they are like a pretty kick ass scene. I do think actually the the look is kind of cool. Those boots are kinda of cool. The black and white. Well
0: Bradshaw kind of into it. And Bradshaw is doing his very best in that brief promo beforehand.
1: Bradshaw's got—he's—he's he's just like a couple gimmick swaps away from like just catching on. He still has that dumb face though. And will—he and he will die with that dumb face. He's just like,
2: and they get that now. He's got that push broom mustache.
0: But see, I—I I never think of of Bradshaw as having a dumb face, like because I'm thinking of his next gimmick, and I. Like, wait, even two is he? Two wait, gimmicks. is his
2: next gimmick smart face Bradshaw? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Justin the smart face Bradshaw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> New T-shirt.
0: <laughs> uh, I love how we have like these running bits of our Patreon and our T-shirt gimmicks at this point. Oh man, none of which any of us has any kind of. Well, first to actually... of all, I'm
2: not going to ask your mother to pay a Patreon five dollars a month, and, and we'll give oh, her more. Content. Oh, you
0: think she would only pay five dollars? Uh, no, it's true.
2: We, how much I would, li- would
1: you pay? I would Just... limit
2: her to five dollars because I know she'd give us like a hundred dollars a month, and I'm not going to make my rent off of her. <laughs> My rent's $75 in the rest of you guys. We know you're a homeowner. Yeah, also,
1: we know you're not paying rent, Eric. (laughs) Uh, But this match, uh, what a fucking mess. I think no one has any idea what's happening. They're just starting to crack this sort of, like, fatal... Even though we had had one of these matches already, these, like, fourteen elimination matches, yeah. but for some reason they're like, let me remind you of all the rules and also ignore them and make no sense and play all and the same And they also
0: tricks. do the dumbest bullshit on Earth again. Oh, you mean the
2: one where you can tag
0: two people on the same team and they have to and wrestle! And they have to wrestle because tagging, just tagging someone else apparently isn't an option.
2: Here's what I will say. They did the gimmick right this time. Because the gimmick, because... In, in the past, it was like, oh, we tagged the Godwins. What are the Godwins going to do? But this time, they tagged the Headbangers, and the Headbangers looked like they were, like, going to wrestle each other, but really, they were just moshing. Getting in the mosh pit.
1: Yeah, I kind of like it. It, I, was a, it was
2: a good twist on, on a gimmick that they had pulled
1: once. They, they The Headbangers are the best part of this match by, by far. By far. Oh, you and, don't like the Godwins? Yeah, I mean, first, good or but make no sense. Like, they, it, they got really got, like, a, a raw deal here, but... Headbangers I loved, and I thought they did a great job. And they they were probably responsible for the most memorable spots in the match, mm-hmm. which was uh, Masha's springboard to the outside, uh, and then throwing Thrasher at them. Even Thrasher's moonsault that missed was great. Yeah. Um, his finisher at the end that Masha's that sort of seated senton, which even they didn't know what to call it, like, it's like a standing whoopsie-daisy <laughs> from all... <laughs> like, what? They called it a didn't vertical it a virgin. Oh. It was... But, that's but,
2: the one where he where he like he it's the one that like Sasha Banks does has um, done a few Sasha times. Banks
1: does more of like a, a, a Meteora which is like lands on her knees on the shoulders this is more like a, it's a seated on is what it is but Mosh will go on to brand it as the stage dive it's, oh good which one. is pretty good that's yeah. good it's that's pretty good, good. This that's is good good stuff uh,
2: yeah I was, I was like oh that, that that move gets used a lot I mean now or in later, you know, in current times, it gets used more, and I was happy to see it.
1: Show yeah, up. this was this was good, and there also Vince has a really weird bestiality yes a comment yes for phineas he's like who knows what they do with those animals and even i think like jar even the king was like i'm sorry what i i'm sorry the
0: the king was the like the most astute he's ever been like he picked up on just how dumb everything was going on ha. and vince's retort was oh anything can happen in the wwf king could get riled up and get in the ring and clear house like no he cannot
2: <laughs> right because they're not, talking about the this rules this is not
0: a royal rumble yeah
2: yeah, because didn't weren't they like? Wonder what would happen if uh, Furnace pinned Lafon? Would they would they both be out?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, think they both be, be and, out. cares? And literally, Vince at one point, which was honestly kind of like a good like uh, setup, like a ground ball question to be like, "No, actually, that's not pop. Like, here's why that doesn't that won't work." And Vince goes, "Actually, King, that's not a good hypothetical. It's like what? <laughs> None of these are good hypotheticals. Yeah. I
2: hate this." Um did you guys notice when uh i guess it was um jr referred to a good old-fashioned slobber knocker you
1: will hear that that is a lot is that a blowjob no (laughs) it's like a knockdown drag out fight and you will hear it hundreds like a Donnie brook or thousands of times
2: slobber knockers that's like
1: it's like a jr like no i think
2: slobber knocker was uh one of uh, Stephen King's like mid, middle of the road books.
1: It is my profile name on Grinder as well. <laughs> A certified slobber knocker.
2: You guys
0: want to knock slobbers later? <laughs> so, Blackjack Bradshaw disqualifies himself in the match. And then Furness and LaFon at some point get counted out. I don't understand any of that.
1: It looks like what the refs were saying. It looks like the refs were saying they're both both teams are disqualified. But then it was Jr. who like backfilled and said, "I actually think Furness and LaFon were counted. I mean, it was a mess. It was very messy. I don't know what it achieved. I don't know if Furness and LaFon and the Black Jacks then have a little mini program after this. I can't remember because it certainly wouldn't have been memorable anyway.
0: But really, they could have just had the Godwins versus the. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It
2: sounded like they just wanted to get ri- Get rid of them quickly. Yeah,
0: because it's not like they're in there for a prolonged amount of time. I just wanted to give them some WrestleMania shine. Yeah,
2: maybe they. I, it seemed like they wanted to use WrestleMania to like bring the black, the new Blackjacks in. Yeah. Uh, but and then from <laughs> the they're like, well, I don't know, what do you, you, guys, cool. you guys got going on?
1: Hey, are you guys still working in here? Get out there. <laughs> they were they were like <laughs> sweeping the floor. They didn't even bother eliminating them. were like, I don't know, go home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> i think that the headbangers go over which seems like the most exciting call here um they do get a shot at the belts in the next uh, on the next raw in the next uh night. I right do... that's
2: what they were that's what they were wrestling for. yeah so at least good the, the thing is there was some stakes yeah. involved
1: for uh, for the no champs being there there were some stakes involved i did like that i was always very sexually attracted to mosh i don't know why um uh, you uh, can tell them day. apart yeah of course okay. i could yeah I a hundred percent could um, Mosh is the hotter of the two, I guess. I aren't
2: you? Aren't you attracted
0: to like ninety percent of the true? People? I mean,
1: I'm also am attracted to Thrasher, but I was like, very attracted to Mosh.
0: Of this, the the eight men in the, the match, the Godwins probably know, but maybe
1: Godwins definitely know. Definitely know. Uh, honestly, you know what it really is—the long hair. <laughs> That's really what it is. Wait, you mean you don't like the long hair? I don't like guys with long hair,
2: famously. Okay, but but Triple H and Shawn Michaels could still get it at that time.
1: But at the time, not so much. But it now, in that. retrospect, I'm like, yeah, okay. Um,
0: so Shawn Michaels like cleaned up, found Jesus now versus back then. He's
1: got a sad like road. Ho- I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you doing a little Weezer for us? <laughs> but he, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels a little, a little weathered these days, looking sad. He Christian. does.
2: He does actually. Yeah, he looks real. Also, like, the Christian shit's a real boner killer for me. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh, Headbangers go over Match is over I'm over it
2: Great Yeah it was kind of a meh Meh match With like a few good stuff A few good sequences
1: It was fu- It was a fine Fine Way to open the show uh,
0: First off we had The Honky Tonk Man Come out Be the Honky Tonk Man Fresh off of um, I watched this In a recent episode of Raw Leading up to this He judged an arm wrestling contest Between Sonny and Marlena Oh boy uh, Sunny won right? No Marlena won What? What a weird,
1: I don't. What a weird time.
0: But also, uh, put another plug out there. There was the ECW invasion of Raw in the lead up to WrestleMania, which was great.
1: And we're seeing the effects of ECW all throughout the show, and you'll see it, especially in some of the later matches. So we'll hold off on that. But this match, and so I, I, I this is only what I've read because I can't, I can't validate this myself. But I will say that apparently none of us will be know this, but a lot of the crowd chants for this match will, have been muted or turned down in the WWE archives, and so there are a lot of anti-Rocky sentiments happening. I am not that surprised. We are not privy to.
2: Wait, oh really? Because there were I thought I heard them chanting Rocky at one point. I
1: think that they turn up and turn down sound cues and audience reaction, but there was a huge sentiment for hating Rocky Maivia. At this point. Oh,
2: okay. Because I was waiting for the audience to kind of turn on him. And they... And they are. I like, did we
1: we, We're not seeing it. Interesting. I, I can't attest that, that was happening or not. I can't remember. As a kid, I was such a mark. I have no idea. I, I definitely was cheering for Rocky Maivia. I thought he was great. But I could definitely see there being a huge... Because he was not good.
0: <laughs> but entering first, we've got the Sultan with the Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund. Yes, Eric, he is in there. Didn't see him.
2: I like he. They were like, and there's Bob Backlund behind him. He was, like, a good 10 feet behind. Just so
0: you know, Eric's vision is like a T-Rex, and as long as Bob Backlund doesn't move, Eric can't tell that he's there.
2: Well, every time I walk, if you have a glass of water, you'll
0: (laughs) you'll see that thing. Um, The mask is
1: dumb. The mask is so dumb. I have have the mask (laughs) with an exclamation point in my notes because it's like, wait, what? Why is everyone having shitty masks?
0: Along with the generic Middle Eastern music that (sighs) accompanies him as he walks in.
1: Anytime the WWE does anything middle eastern it's always bad always bad mm. always bad
0: i look back with fond memories when sergeant slaughter teamed up with uh, colonel mustafa and general adnan <laughs> against ultimate warrior and hulk hogan but i'm sure if i were to watch it again today it would just be embarrassing you, you don't think would that would hold up bad. i don't think that would, walk off that would hold would, up well that
2: was probably like a saudi family like uh buyout too
0: no, it was the, the first Iraq war was going on.
1: Oh man. Yeah, real bad.
2: Well but that was the Saudi family.
0: <laughs> I do not know enough about the geopolitical <laughs> leanings that led to the first Barrett, Iraq War. Do you war. know
1: who the Sultan is underneath that shitty mask? No. Um are you, would you even know if I told you? I don't think he You would. kept you
2: kept alluding to the fact that he will be somebody, but
1: he I will don't be know. someone. Um He is a member of the Anoa'i
0: Um wrestling family that is also Is it Jimmy Uso? No, but it's no. his father. It's his father. It's
1: the Usos' brother's father. Ah, oh. is uh, the Sultan at this point, point. and that's why he's wearing the mask too, because he was already in the WWE, at, and under a different gimmick th- earlier. Was it Fatu? Yeah. that he went by yep. then. So yeah. he was Fatu earlier. So I think that's also why they have the mask to be like, this is a different person. We swear, and but it it is it was kind of like heartwarming to see like they're like cousins. Yeah, that's making cool. their well, WrestleMania not, debuts, but not blood related, right? No. Because the Rock, it's the... Peter, well, my, Peter, no, Peter
0: Maivia is, is, was Blood Brothers, which, ew, gross, with the Anoai family.
1: Yeah, so they're not exactly... But the same way that, like, Rock and Roman Reigns and Rock and Nia Jax, like, they're all... They're, like, related-ish.
0: But the Rock is not related to,
1: by Blood to any of them. Right. But similarly to how we're... Yeah. We talk about them yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old family friends. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. This they go is way back. this is like
0: my friend from the family cookout. Basically, I'm sure Dwayne Johnson and Solofa Fatu had like did a pie eating contest and then the three legged race together at the family picnic. Um, Solofa won the pie eating contest. He's a big guy. Big guy. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't know. I was bigger. I was. Um... I was into the mask when I first saw it, like before this pay per view, and now I am no longer into the mask. I am over that. Mask. It's
1: honestly, you know, it's the mask and the point and the curly shoes. I think it's like yeah. pick one or the other. You know what I mean? Look in the mirror and take one thing off.
2: Yeah, I just, I literally for this, I just wrote kind of boring. It was a very boring. Mask. This
0: is the second time in two matches that I've written. This is everything that's wrong with the WWF at this point.
1: So boring, and they're pushing Rocky too hard, and it's just like everything is bad at this bad. And they, they're both of these wrestlers are not good at this point the rock is not a good wrestler at this point right and that's why all these old timers have been thrown to the mixer to kind of like add some excitement around this match because the two of them are not going to like put on a clinic
0: i know he was used later but i can't understand why vader wasn't used for this match he seems like the perfect
1: foil for this here well the rock had just fought vader recently um for the ic belt leading up to this okay um they had referenced it in the commentators referenced it like how brave Rock was standing up to him and like he was beaten, but his heart and his courage persevered. Um, there's also just like, I mean, I know like keeping a track of all the distasteful things Jerry Lawler says is like, whew, what a, what a task. But he did say- Oh yeah, it becomes white noise at some point. Where he's like, Chris. it was so bad that Christopher Reeves stood up and walked out and I was like, oh, wow. wow. Especially in 97, I'm like, too fucking <laughs> he soon. Did it like last week. Too fucking soon, bro. Wow! Yeah, it was it was that was a that was a tough one to swallow. Uh, what was the rock's finger spin?
2: I didn't get that. He was like doing like a little like this. I None of like, you could see this. He that was that kind that of good. like he was like stirring the air, but not
0: near his head, ah, as though I, he was he was finger blasting the clouds. Like like,
2: can
1: you smell what the rock is cooking up in the trees? I don't know. The other thing was like I know his dad like a lot of the punchy, um, rolling the fist little pre-punch dancing moves. Yeah, they did
2: a lot of float like a butterfly, thing yeah, like a Yeah, that's stuff. a
1: lot of that's the echoes his stuff his dad used to do.
2: Which which
0: we then saw his dad do. Yeah.
1: Yes, I made it
0: together. I liked the story. This is a bad match. I think it told a good story though. Sure. Like underdog you know has to rely on his quickness to get over a bigger opponent i, I think they told that story well but just everything was boring and
1: telling i also like i like the i think the sultan looked cool when he jumped off like when he was anytime he flew it was like ooh, that looked mm-hmm. fun like it looked. It was like a cool visual because he's such mm-hmm. a big guy um and there was a super kick that was real nice like a kick to he did it like a super kick right to the face that looked awesome hmm. um but yeah overall boring i thought
2: i was like I was like, the post-match was, to me, the more interesting part. Sure.
0: Um, Oh, you mean when they do the ringside interview which they never ever ever do
1: the the customary ringside interview (laughs) when you're outnumbered three to one you just want to like hang around feel it out see what happens is there there an aftermatch party or what are we doing guys you know you're kind of like sussing it out yeah we'll just see one more bar I mean (laughs) I thought it would be really funny if they
2: had also brought out King Maivia and that way it would have been like he was like he's uh, Rocky's his grandfather grandfather. yeah bring out the grandfather just have three generations it's sort of
1: like that uh, Lion King movie Fossa Cloud kind of comes in and that's <laughs> what
0: it would be. Run, Rocky, run. Rocky, everything the light touches will be your kingdom. What have you done, my boy? I, th- but I thought it was cool that he had like a moment with his dad. Yeah, it, it, like, it my,
1: again, it, it, he's fighting his cousin or whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? And now, and his dad's there. Like, it, like, I wore my, I was like happy for him.
0: Even though all the crowd was just screaming, kill all those guys that aren't from here.
1: <laughs>
0: Basically. <laughs> the, uh, his dad's like, post
2: retirement body shape is like the best I can ever hope for oh man. yeah I wish <laughs> I would
1: love to look like 1997 I was like, Rocky Johnson yeah I was like
2: I could I could you know develop my chest and just still have a paunch. I'd be fine maybe is he still with us don't know seems like um, I would guess no
0: could be
1: research department are
0: you texting Dwayne <laughs> oh my god if I had his number on my phone
1: Rocky Johnson is
0: alive. Yay. How old? He is...
2: Older than Ric Flair? Yes. 74. Ah, but not by much. Because Ric Flair just had his 70th, right? Yeah. (laughs) Good podcast. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, now I'll do the ages of some more wrestlers.
1: (laughs) So after this match, we go backstage to the MMA's Ken Shamrock, who I did have a huge boner for and still kind of do. Uh, who is like a very, he's got like a very sexy meat face that I'm into. But they flashed to, I guess, his appearance on Raw earlier, where he is wearing a taupe sock that (laughs) shook me to the core. Okay? I'm going to need you to explain that. It was a bone-chilling taupe sock. It was just the ugliest sock with a loafer. I mean, truly, as a gay man, it was a crime. I'm imagining
2: you at the police station trying to file this (laughs) report right now. It was
0: Chilling me to the core. You don't sirs.
1: understand. It was Tope, and there was a loafer. It was unbelievable.
0: And meanwhile, there's it's Ken Shamrock and Billy Gunn in the ring together, and you're just focused on the sock.
1: I honestly, the sock broke the whole fantasy for me. I was like, "What are we doing here, everyone? Knock it off." Are you uh, so? He was wearing two socks, and you're just
2: referring to us the sock as like the outfit. It was or really was the, it sock the sock that Was it out. like a red
1: hot chili pepper? When I close my eye all I can all I can see is the sock. Um, like it's What color me. is taupe? Taupe it's like a it's like a beige It's like the worst beige. It is like a very nineteen. There is more than one beige? Oh, Oh, honey. There is... Ecru. Ecru. There's antique white. There's eggshell. There's cream, beige. I mean, we can do that. Yeah, just
2: do a crossword.
1: I used to work in an underwear store, specifically uh, adjacent to an Orthodox Jewish community where all the women would come in and ask for nothing but uh, beige-colored briefs in every kind of permutation of beige you could possibly imagine man be okay. a fly on those walls yes <laughs> uh, but ken shamrock is here he says literally nonsense in this promo <laughs> it is truly like he was alphabet soup of a promo um, and again though but i also couldn't process anything because look at can think of those fucking socks that i'm still having nightmares over
0: okay now we moved on to hunter with china versus gold
1: and marlena hunter gives an it really, It's kind of a promo before this which, like, Hunter's voice is, like, so little and squeaky at this point. It's very weird. <laughs> I was like, Hunter, what is going on? Like, balls not dropped. And then he refuses to, like, acknowledge Doc Hendricks is asking him. Also, Doc Hendricks, I think, is one of the most f- hilarious, like, bizarre human beings I've ever seen on television. Like, he makes no sense in his voice and the things he says are great. Anyway. How old is he? Uh, I, feel like he, he he's, I feel like he was born that age. <laughs> like, he was born with, like, a kind of bald mullet and a goatee. <laughs> He came out of his mother And now That's the Doc He's got him. a real meat face too Yeah but not a sexy meat face uh, yeah, There are I many
0: many Gradients to meat He's face. more like Mortadella yeah. <laughs>
1: Where well, you can like See the fat content Yeah you're like, like Oh yeah. look at that Round white marbling Yeah You Or like an olive loaf Anyway But he's asking What the relationship is Hunter won't comment Hunter's like We're here at WrestleMania It was a very weird promo um, but China is there and they're like maybe if we put you in sequence like and they put her in a new halter top and but I'm like no really the problem is you got that weird ponytail holder in like give her could someone hair and makeup like give her a look something I did not pick up on that at all listen if I was working in the WWE backstage I would have given um, Chyna I would have given her like sort of an Edie Sedgwick chopped Peter Pan style haircut Sure. Is what I would have done. It would have been Those short words. short and sassy. Is what I would have went for. But instead, this. You guys, even even oh, what 19- would you have done Listeners for her home? Eric How and are Aaron you- are staring at me and blinking as if truly i i think i'm having a stroke
2: but i'm just curious how would you have remodeled her home while she was away <laughs> and like what would you teach her how to how to make like maybe a crudité like, let's
1: have a skincare moment and then i would have made guacamole with greek yogurt and then i would have sat down and told her how to love herself clearly, you could have um, saved the, her life the, I maybe could have saved her life honestly
2: clearly the food part is always the part that just gets the shaft
1: Ugh. but she is there looking intimidating um, and when we go Stoic,
0: I would describe. Oh, yeah.
1: Stone like, like a statue. Yeah. But man, when they come out and they cut to the crowd, I mean like, first of all, outside of The Cry of 1997, before I do these recordings, I also, like, Google and I read some, I other people's reviews and opinions and I pull information. And not a single thing I read anybody ever talk about WrestleMania 13, not a single one of them did not feature at least one transphobic comment. And some of these are written in modern times, like this year, not just in, like, years past. Some of them are pretty recent, and it's, like, every single one, like, aggressively transphobic.
2: First of all, I should apologize, because I feel like as the the resident expert on the WWE era, I really (laughs) should have done my research. Thank you for covering me on this, Bobby.
1: Got you this time, but... Uh, split the royalties next time. It, but yeah, I guess it turns out people are still transphobic. Yeah, and this point, not only were they transphobic during this WrestleMania and whatever, but like they are—it's they're like cut to the sign. Let's get a close up of that transphobic sign. Like it was like Goo-oo-oo-oo. And Mind you, she looks amazing. Yeah, she is a specimen. I mean, like she is definitely a muscular, strong woman of like an atypical body type that you're not used <laughs> to seeing on television. But like, man motherfucker all the fucking people in this. They story? are laying into Area. like the she's got a dick joke, quote unquote, that's like <sighs> it is it is real tough. I mean, look, I will say she has
2: kind of a homely face. It, okay. It's it's not it, it's not an ama- like her I wouldn't get too attached to it. Right.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. I've seen I've seen later.
2: Um and you know,
0: it's it's I not... like it. It's got character. I yeah, like I, I had a legitimate crush on China back then.
2: Yeah, I there were there were, I was definitely I definitely had an attraction towards her. I will say, I, you know, I, I I think it's you know gross to talk about masculine or feminine or to, or to to say like oh well she she just looks like a guy. But like would, okay, I can understand like her she's got an unconventional face, fine. But like we can. We can be nicer
1: about it, and, and it is a, like and obviously like, knowing how the China story plays out in out of out after post WWE and like just knowing all that she's went through, like just imagining what it's like to walk out into an arena of eighteen thousand people, so only sixteen thousand of which paid, and have to hear and see that like just how damn like I can't imagine when I think that someone might be subtweeting me. I'm in bed for days, <laughs> so I can't imagine like what that must feel like to put herself out there after I'm sure her whole life. Having I mean, like they it made a gorillas in, in
2: the mist comment. They talked about her
0: in the shower being gorillas in the mist. Yeah, f- and fucking Jr. You should be better, dude. Like you should, should
2: he? Be. He keep, he talked about taking Sunny to the woodshed.
0: Yeah, but there, no, but he was heel Jr. Then at that at that point, mm, he wasn't heel. No, yet. because he wouldn't. Have, if he was heel, he wouldn't be heel against Sunny. Yeah, he was he was kind of he was he was
2: anti because yeah he was anti Sunny from the very first. Well, paper I case.
1: was disappointed in Jay. you should be. I, we should all be disappointed in everybody. Like the same way, I, like I felt like you know the empathy of like the seeing Rock celebrate with his dad at Wrestle like and you feel like oh I am so happy for him. Like I had like the very opposite experience like watching this and being like God that poor woman.
2: You know you know who passed who Triple H because he had respect. Best couple. Best couple.
1: As <laughs> <That's> a
0: callback. <laughs> 300%. Triple H passes the best uh, Bechdel test.
1: Yeah, well, Triple H, I mean, uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels found China and brought her to the WWE. Du- like they personally scouted her and oh, brought really? her into the WWE. What w- was F- she doing before? Do you know? It's just bodybuilding competitions. Cool. And they found they were like, "Holy shit, this woman's like, we this is the ninth wonder of the world. She's like this crazy specimen." She's yeah, yeah she's, she's
2: amazing. I mean, I mean, I when I look at her, I and this is this is gonna get into another weird area of my life. I'm really into the documentary Pumping Iron, which I mean, some people.
0: Oh, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, one. Yeah, the
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger one, which is not an uncommon thing, but like, it's a if you haven't watched it, it's an amazing movie, uh, and you know for a lot of reasons. But there's a there's a person in there named Mike Katz, who is a bodybuilder, and essentially they go into his backstory, and and it was like he was just like you know a poor Jewish kid and like a in a rich christian town and they were just like your bicycle sucks you're a jew and he was just like i will show these guys and i'm gonna get fucking ripped and so he basically just instead of like going to his prom or having friends in high school he just worked out and he became this like amazing self-made bodybuilder i feel like a similar story
1: exists with china a hundred percent a hundred percent And i think you see this I find that probably really common with like bodybuilding versus just like athletes, people who are like naturally gifted or not, not that they're not also working, but it's it's just a different mindset. Like even Real Housewives, which is much more my thing than on Schwarzenegger documentaries, (laughs) but Teresa Giudice, the short story that her husband was in jail, she was in jail for a year, her husband's four years and then being deported. Um, went to got into bodybuilding, and there's just something about claiming agency of your body, and and that I think like mentally plays into all of these. Well, things.
2: if you think about it, it's like the it's you, you know, whatever um, whatever issues you have with your body, if you through bodybuilding you have control over sculpting. Yeah. And yeah. you may not be able to sculpt everything that you want, but obviously when you make money, you can do you know get plastic surgery. But you can never sculpt
1: what's happening in your heart <laughs> and in your head. Oh, no, you can do problem. all of that. You that's can real problem.
2: You can do there's a lot of hard exercises you can do <laughs> to get that fucking thing toned.
0: I know I don't get a tattoo every 3 months because I'm really really confident in myself and my body and my head. It's
1: truly <laughs> same. Same. Um let's go back to the match. Oh,
2: oh right there was a match. <laughs> wow, yeah, let's uh, Do you want to get off the couch for a sec?
1: Ooh. Oh boy. I, I call my mom. they um.
2: <laughs> they really mean to China whatever
1: yeah it's terrible but
0: going back to the commentary they set up the match really really well because they set up from the start it's going to be is gold dust going to be too distracted by what's going to happen with marlena and china both being there and that's what happened
1: yeah and honestly both of these guys put on a neither one at this point are like amazing wrestlers right. but this is the best we've seen i think from both of them up to this point yeah uh yeah, hunter in the ropes was really good was great oh wait where he gets caught up in them yeah. That was a great moment. I, I thought Golda's in the beginning, the crouch of that clothesline, I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." That was, I don't, I don't, you know, it wasn't used to that spot. Did you like the Keister clobber? I did like the Keister clobber. He had a good power slam. He, uh yeah. still does. Yeah, that's like one of the only like signature move of his.
2: Um, I, I, noticed there was an interesting ref move. Is it a ref move to use your foot to knock somebody off of the off of the rope who's grabbing it? Did you yes, notice?
1: That, that is normal. Why would he use his foot when he could use his hand? Mm, I just feel like I, I often feel like refs kick people who are holding the ropes or getting leverage At or anything the top like that. rope.
2: I think he was showing off, maybe.
0: I don't know. I don't remember the the particular spot. It was weird
2: about. to me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you, ref?
1: Yeah, uh, I, thought was, I thought most of the match was fine. It was was it good? It was. I, I would give it like a solid B. Uh, rating
0: Goldust showing off some skin. Oh my god!
2: Well, that's been, that was Triple H's fault. <laughs> Why was he undressing him? No, nobody
3: asked it for out. it. Just like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was weird that Goldust was the gutsy underdog in this one here, though. Considering Triple H now has hasn't been called yet but his bodyguard there i feel like he should be the one who's like kind of fighting back against a more powerful gold dust
1: and china really hasn't i feel like wish was interfering more in this match like was doing more like trips under the ropes and stuff like that but
2: i mean there was something kind of cool about like uh like you know especially when Lawler was like she's on the move she's on the move like it was like it was like uh, you know what's gonna what's she gonna do what the tension was building like when is she gonna do something as opposed to like Zelina Faga, you know who's just like sliding under the the <laughs> curtain and and all these other things like that's that also has its own merits but I like the use of like the sparing use of China as kind of like because
1: all eyes were on her she was the star of this match it
0: was so good when and Marlena
1: oh pro- yeah props uh,
2: like a thou- uh, she really got that that she really got that. She uh, just went. Doll look she going. Went limp.
1: Yeah, it was fucking. Well, she had. If she didn't, she would really hurt herself. I think. <laughs> she probably would have, was
0: fucking, Her head would have rolled off.
1: Yeah, she truly would have like snapped her neck. It uh, was awesome. I was trying to figure out how Not that i Not I'm worked. cheering violence, against <laughs> women, but you know what it was. Well, but awesome. it's
0: women fighting women, which is
1: hot. <laughs>
0: wow. Um, I don't uh, know if I seen
1: that. I do find men fighting men hot, but I. We're all broken. I was trying to
2: figure out how it worked, I think. I think because I was was watching China and it looked like China was just kind of like, just kind of jerking her a little bit, and and it was more like Marlena was the one doing, like whipping her, she whipped her hair back and forth. I can see that too. Uh, One thing I I wanted to mention about the Marlena thing, so we've been tracking Marlena's uh, sexuality or, 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 or sexual... What would you I think say? we're
0: tracking more our, her, her our reaction. We're, tra- we're to tracking
2: her. Uh, the the allure of Marlena as we go. And one thing I, I've been I was noticing especially um, the last couple pay-per-views, but culminating in this one. There is they're definitely trying to insert a, a sexual thing into how small Marlena is. And how easily she can be picked up. I, I and, think and tossed around. I think
0: it's a King Kong like Beauty and the Beast thing that they're doing with Goldust and her.
2: It is a it's a it is a little bit of that. I think it's also a little bit like oh man, I I just toss her around in bed because like there's.
1: I feel like hmm. I'm getting such an insight into y'all's sexual uh, proclivities and and psychosexual I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's necessarily something I,
2: well no it, it, did, it did hit a, a, a nerve but <laughs> no because like okay in you're right about the the King Kong part where like after a bunch of matches when she's been attacked like she's limp in in Goldust's arms as he's pulling her away but one thing when when like she was on the ground and Goldust leans over and just bodily lifts her up that to me, I I I felt like I could like I felt the echoes of like you know gross things that guys say to each other about like petite women that hmm. they're very attracted to, and I was like I feel like this is playing out in 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 what they're doing where they're just like oh man you can just you can just pick her up and throw her around and have fun, I don't know that's that's my observation.
0: All right, well we can see if that continues to, to track.
2: Also, did you guys notice that as Gold Dust's paint got onto Triple H, he looked like he was huffing? Like like, <laughs> like in like one of the the Gutter Punks in The Wraith?
0: Which I if I can bring The Wraith into any The Wraith and see. Pumping Iron. Eric is having the time of his life. Dude,
2: I love I fucking love The Wraith. Uh, yeah. I
0: once asked Eric Silver to name a movie that he loves and the first thing that came to his mind was The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> It's a terrible movie What did we talk about Was
2: it, I think maybe you were saying like, What's a movie you love That you know is bad I don't think I qualified it Oh my god Because there are movies I like better than The Wraith Are you sure?
1: Uh, all of to the contrary <laughs> I
2: I feel like I just really Like there was something Kind of cool about that Eric
0: movie. Silver's favorite movie Is The Wraith End of story That's well, canon Well because I'm just such
2: A big Charlie Sheen <laughs> fan I mean the guy can do no
1: wrong
0: You guys Shawn Michaels found a laptop Oh my god uh.
1: How, but what's, like, here's the thing I'm trying to, like, uh, even in my own mind. I'm um, like, so is Shawn Michaels, like, he thinks this is funny. Like, would it be funny if I don't, if it looks like I don't know how to use a computer? When I feel with absolute certainty... Shawn Michaels does not know how to use a computer. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be funnier so, if he was better at it. That's what I mean. I actually find it really funny if he had on like little glasses and was like.
2: he was, if he was like an IT guy, just being like helping the guy with the plugs.
1: Or I'm imagining even like um like a 1940s like tele like switchboard operator being like, operator, operator here, can I patch you through to Alpha 427
0: That's actually how the internet worked back then. Yeah,
2: he definitely did that old vaudeville type of thing where he's like. Like, 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 like—not uh, a visual medium, Eric. Sli- like hunting and pecking, like he's like a caveman, and then like gesturing to the guy next to him and be like, "Come on, man, help me out with this." Like it was <laughs> no, it was more of a, "Look what I did."
0: Oh, I, wrote, I thought no, I, I thought wrote,
2: he was like upset. Wrote, was, like, okay, where's myself? the any key? <laughs> <Like it's... laughs>
1: hey, man, kind of Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I actually looked at it. I was like, oh, I don't have a single note about this match because so I was like. Meh. Well, who are we supposed to root for? In who this yeah, match? who is the face? There is a This is, is no a face. heel heel match. Yeah. This is, which is very rare at the time. And again, this is a very Vince Russo thing. Um, I believe that actually Bulldog and Owen are playing the face roles in this match, though they're both heels. Like mm-hmm. their alignment is for sure heels, but for the purpose of this match, they're playing the face for this pairing. Yeah. yeah. So what was
2: the what was the, the... Like the idea behind Mankind
0: and Vader, where they're like, you both have masks. Well, they're both being managed by Paul Bearer right yeah. now. As my, this is the best thing. As I think uh, it was, um, I think Vince was the one who said, Vader is in the best shape of his life. He lost all that blood weight in the last <laughs> match that we saw. Wow. 90210 on a scale. Oh my God.
2: That's the last time you saw 90210. Woof. Also,
0: did you guys notice that there
2: was a as they were walking out, there was a sign someone hold that was held that they were holding up that said Joseph of Arimathea and it pointed (laughs) down to themselves?
1: No but is that that a biblical thing? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah,
2: it is. Is that Jesus's? It's the it's the person who I think buried jesus or
0: what, what what did you what did you ask i thought it was it was the joseph from the mary and joseph it's not just jo- okay. it's
2: not joseph's father it's like i i briefly looked it up and i was like well this is a Christ oh, i'm already bored with there. this
0: no <laughs> well the, th- the thing eric you're gonna see a lot of signs going forward and so signs- oh, like like from the what? lord And <laughs> I shaman
2: signs you're gonna see it <laughs> if you notice i keep a lot of glasses of water around
0: um Signs are an opportunity just for people to get on TV, and a lot of it is just like inside jokes and stuff like that. I mean, I know, and this I, is still, I've no, made this, signs for. But
1: things. this is still the Genesis, like that—that that wasn't the a Genesis.
2: Thing.
1: Ooh, oh, interesting. I also once read the Bible parts, <laughs> I guess.
2: Testify. <laughs> um.
1: So, also according to lore and legend, Vader and mankind are supposed to go over in this match. And Bret Hart pulled rank backstage and was like, "No, no, 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 no."
2: Oh, he was like, "My
0: brother has to win." Well, it's so weird that they've been teasing the breakup for like,
1: I want to say three
0: pay-per-views at this point.
1: And also, um, off pay-per-view, I don't know if you might have watched this. Um, they did a, 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 they just reintroduced or introduced me for the first time the European Championship yeah. belt. Um, and basically, they had a big tournament, and it was all overseas. They did it like in Europe. I think it was in Germany. Uh, was it all in Germany? Well, the the finals though then were Owen and Bulldog in the final, and they had a fucking classic. Like you should go back and watch because like it is a, a technical, like a beautiful match to watch.
2: By the way, uh, in in Germany, a tag championship is just just translates to a day championship. <laughs> tag is is day. tag
1: champs. We are day team champs. Here, USA. No! <laughs> yeah. No! Yes! I have ascended! Um, but, uh, sorry, Owen, you were uh, saying... Bulldog beat Owen for that, and that was also furthering the seeds between them of...
0: Yeah, and the, that uh, led to them coming out, I have two slammies, he has two
1: belts. This is the whole thing. So they've yeah. been teasing this together, but
2: that never materializes. Yeah. Wait, they don't ever have a thing? They don't ever break up? They don't have a, a program? Unless cool. they
0: do, Eric. Ooh, no spoilers. <laughs>
2: uh. Um. Oh, one other thing. Did you? Did you guys hear the Jerry Lawler had a RuPaul shout-out? I did. Your favorite was a favorite the queen. queen. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the only
1: queen your favorite the, queen. You're, you're the queen only queen
2: you know. you know, or the only queen you like is RuPaul. Yeah.
1: Which was surprisingly not a very homophobic or transphobic comedy. Oh, he meant a, it that way.
2: I think. I think now RuPaul like, you're, you're has so kind dumb. of. I think now RuPaul has has you know claimed Queen as like a you know she, she earned you know it's her own thing, but I think then probably it was like uh you know
0: so uh, are you queer? But because, on the but on the scale.
1: Yeah, but truly, honestly, that is the most homophobic thing in this pay per view. No, it's true.
0: I'm looking back at my notes right now. There's not a single mention of any moves or anything. It was. Fine. I love everyone that's involved yeah. in this match. I could not have been more bored. I have a few um, things. Owen Hart's parents are there though. Oh they my go to God. apparently Stu? they're
1: always at Stu and Helen. Stu are always just
0: the like they definitely gave birth to Brett. Like I don't know how Owen got the personality because the two of them are clearly Brett. Oh, because he's parents. the
2: younger kid and the younger kid always gets the personality. <laughs> they're always like the fun
0: one. Oh, did you hear? Brian Pillman and Sonny are with Shawn Michaels on the Superstar Hotline during this as they well. Are. I bet they're having a gangbang on that hotline. <laughs> First of all, Brian Pillman's still
2: around. Yeah, um, but oh, I wanted you were saying that you didn't you didn't have any notes about any moves. So I had I thought Bulldog's suplex with Vader was impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vader's a big a big boy. Uh, I also. I, this was something I, I I felt like I noticed and I was really proud of myself for noticing it. I thought Owen versus Vader had really, really good storytelling. Because when Owen first comes out against Vader, what what the sequence that they go through is essentially Owen is trying to figure out how to take Vader down, and he can't. So, like, I think he goes against the ropes and runs at him, and Vader's a no-sell on that. And he, like... He tries to do another thing. Vader's kind of a no-sell. He's able to do, like, uh, a flying and And I think he gets Vader down that way. And then, like, for a while, he starts doing just, like, a lot of top rope-type things where he's jumping at Vader. And essentially, it just felt like he was doing a really good job of showing how, even though Vader is gigantic and much stronger than him, he will, like, think his way through it and kind of, like... Come up with moves that will, you know, leverage the ring to take Vader down because he can't do it on his own. So I was really happy about that.
1: Very well said, Eric. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Owen Hart's the best. Yeah. He truly is. I didn't appreciate it as a kid because he, his whole thing. Well, because he was always a heel and you were a big mark for all the face. And he was so obnoxious, like on purpose, like his character, he was amazing. Looking back, he was a genius.
2: I can't wait until he got into the stuff with DX. I, I, can we talk about Stu Hart's face, though? What, a, what that guy is like uh, one of the heads on Easter Island. <laughs> they like dug him out. They let him. They gave him a ticket to WrestleMania. He slowly walked through the ocean to get there.
0: Uh, yeah, no fun in that family. <laughs>
2: Except for Owen, man. Get all the
0: fun.
1: Man, yeah, this match was fine. This was a fine match. I didn't hate it. I, it wasn't, like, clearly bad. or It wasn't sloppy. It was well wrestled. It just was like... Well, and then the ending sucked
0: with the double count out.
1: And you could see what they wanted to keep the belts on Owen, Owen and Bulldog, but they, which would make sense if, especially if they were heading to a breakup because then it would prolong, further that program. Right um and they didn't want to make Mankind invader look soft. So I think like it all makes sense. It just doesn't make for a great WrestleMania moment. I Mankind. also I also
2: thought this was one of the worst performances from Mankind that I've seen. Like he was good at the end. I thought at the end like I got more Mankind stuff, but mm-hmm. like early on it just felt he felt very like staid and like low level. Not that necessarily that's his fault, but like I think him seeing him in a tag situation, yeah, is a little weird to me. I especially know he used to Vader. do it with Terry Funk, right? But
1: especially with Vader, who's this, who's this unstoppable monster. So now he's actually on the team of like the unstoppable monsters, and that's not mankind. Mankind's thing is get is awesome watching him get the shit. I will. Out yeah, of him I will do
0: anything. It. I will take it. And it's I like, like working,
1: watching yeah. him take any beating. Right. that's what's exciting.
2: And like watching him make smart tags doesn't really do yeah. much. They even really tried to force that whole. Like uh, mankind doesn't care about his body. He'll jump off the apron and land an elbow on somebody. Like so, Vader was holding—I forget if it was Owen or Bulldog—like outside the ring, and Vader, and uh, mankind just literally just jumped off the the you know jumped off the apron and just like fell down with an elbow. And he's like, he has no regard for his body. That's that doesn't seem like it injures you in any way. All the wrestlers do that shit.
1: Yeah, this was not great. I'm over it.
2: Uh, you
0: ready to talk about art?
1: Um, you're gonna talk about the literally one of, if not, I would say this is a contention of being one of the greatest professional wrestling matches ever. Can we talk about the promo first? Yes, we are yes. going to talk about Ridiculous.
0: everything. We're going to talk about everything. Imagine, for over a decade, you
4: fought to reach the pinnacle of your profession. Through sweat and dedication, you burn the respect of fans, friends, and even your adversaries. Then you walk away. When you return six months later, nothing is the same. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. There are no friends. There's kind of a new motto in the World Wrestling Federation. You scratch my back and I'll stab yours there is no respect. Everybody in that (laughs) dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Even your fans have changed. At the heart of this change is a man who spits in the face of your every accomplishment. Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. He has gained fame by attacking you physically and verbally. Steve Austin absolutely becomes obsessed with Bret Hart. Steve Austin is a He's a rabbit animal. This man mocks your legacy. He uses it as a stepping stone. Like a false prophet, he spews forth his rhetoric. Red Lord on his best day, can't lace my boots, and I'm gonna prove that to the world. And I will, I will beat that hell out of breath. And that's the bottom line. His followers carry placards singing his praise. Injustice after injustice has finally caused you to snap. Whoa! Frustrated into the... This is now the finger is pointed at you. You're the one who's changed. He's snapped, McMahon. He's lost it. Oh, Get him out of here. Drag Oh, he oh, just oh, just hit. Hold my favorite. Pat that dirty, rotten son of a. They say your ego is your enemy. What happened to you? There's only one solution. To awaken from this nightmare, you must defeat him. To regain your life and resume your legacy, you must make him beg for mercy as you squeeze the will from his bones. But what if Stone Cold Steve Austin wins? What becomes of Brett the Hitman heart, then?
2: Petulant Brett. Oof. (laughs) Now the finger is pointed at you. That, it's like a weird infomercial. I don't know what they were trying to sell, but they're like, the way that they're like, put yourself
0: in in Brett's shoes. I still don't know what you scratch my back, I'll stab yours. I mean, was he doing favors for Vince, and that like was he taking out his laundry and things, and then Vince was like trying to screw him over?
1: I guess it's because he's always been the thing with Brett. He was always like, I've always been a good soldier. I've uh-huh. always done what I was supposed to do, and I'm, why am I getting screwed over uh-huh. now? I think it's and that was what definitely supposed for. to be
2: directed at Vince. Yeah, okay. I mean,
1: it literally I, on the raw, like he was like pushed Vince. Vince again, not widely acknowledged as the. Chairman of this right, entire company. He's a. Real Munson is
2: still somewhere around. Yeah,
1: but Brett pushes him down and and expletives and like were unheard of at this point. Yeah. on wrestling, it was like it was shocking, especially coming from Bret Hart, who was essentially like a John Cena type of like a benevolent superhero, giving little kids the sunglasses and stuff. Like, yeah, it was shocking. Well, now when the this fingers happened. pointed at him. But this match. Uh, I, I'm just speechless. Even watching it again, it is pure fucking art. It's,
2: it, it, it's amazing. I mean, like the, just, they did like, what, a third of the match out in the audience?
1: And also, again, I wish like there, there's moments, especially with any kind of like stipulation or hardcore or no DQ matches that we're watching now. It's like, I wish you guys had like years of wrestling you've watched before it to understand like how rare and how new and how weird it was to see them do that. At a time when, like it, we we're used to seeing it all the time now, but it truly fucking never happened. And that'd be in the crowd. I mean, it was, I mean, it was. Um, I I can't. I can't. No, we've not even words how like exciting and thrilling this was to watch.
0: Well, I, and just end the story and let, let's talk about the psychology of it. So you've got um brett the hitman Hart, who is a submission specialist like that's what he does that's what and in a submission match with stone cold steve austin stone cold knows if i'm gonna beat brett i just need to pummel the shit out of him until he can no longer stand
1: yeah and also uh austin being like i'm the toughest son of a bitch like you're good luck trying to get me to submit you motherfucker. like unbelievable right. and brett working the knee constantly right, so, working and we're the also knee. we're watching a double turn happen in this i mean both the things, both turns started before this, but really, this is cementing right. Bret Hart's and, turn. And to one heel. of the first double turns, I think. Well, I mean, it's certainly the most effective and most memorable. And like, literally, the crowd started turning on both of it. Like, the turns for both started leading up to this, but truly, by the end of this match, Bret is the most hated man in WWF, and Austin is the most beloved. He was like, Brett was like fucking. Bret was like walking out,
2: giving the finger to an audience member, and shouting "fuck you."
1: It is. Crazy. And but even in within the match, turning it to be Austin's like uh tenacity and his endurance and Brett not cheating, but like going that figure four in the ring post, which again we see all the time now, which like I think that was the first time he ever did it. It was like, whoa, what no, is he that? Did that? No, he, he did, did it, it last psycho. Last hmm. Fair. Um I'm dropping my balls all over the place, <laughs> today, man. Jeez. I
2: well just to uh, we, you know so that that's the overview stuff but there's a lot of like really fun details. oh sure. Um, I thought it would be great if Ken if if Ken Shamrock had just put on a regular ref shirt and, th- and it just became the that, that like when he puts on a regular ref shirt it just becomes that form fitting thing that you Ken, Sh-
0: Ken Shamrock looks very silly
2: in this match. Oh my He's God with those high socks so hot
1: I mean I, I apparently well we, only, we know about the taupe. he needs Ken, Ken Shamrock needs a sock in intervention. He needs a stock drawer makeover. Something about that meaty ass face though. Oof, boy.
0: And Ken Shamrock's going to join the WWF universe in the near future.
2: I mean, I I could tell because I was, uh, the entire time I was going, what the fuck is Ken Shamrock doing here? And at the end I was like, oh, this is the beginning of a program. Makes sense. Uh, I liked the the Austin 316 Breaking Glass. Mm -hmm. That was literally the only production value we got. They probably. But it was the
0: only one we needed.
2: Yeah, Truly. they took all the music budget and put it into, uh, into you know, painted glass, safety glass.
1: What a fucking! I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm speechless. I don't even know what. It's just one of the greatest matches you'll ever see.
2: Austin grabs a soda, takes a sip from it, and then throws it at Bret Hart. Uh, do you think did Austin Blade? Yes. Yeah, it looked like he
0: probably did.
1: Yeah, hundred percent did. But it's one of the best blade jobs in history. Also, it's like known as being one of the best blade jobs. Like,
0: yeah, it was the, just the, <laughs> he, the. He even blades himself well. He does. Yeah,
1: he th- he
2: actually shaved his head while he was doing it. He had gotten a little <laughs> five o'clock shadow. Because I I was like, okay, wait a minute. Because like you know, there's the you know Brett kind of like I think at one point punched him. I'm using air quotes. Punched him in the in the eye or whatever. But also when he had run into the barricade. You could see the camera was like away from where he was, and he was like yeah. huddled over, and one of his hands was missing—you know, was not visible. And then all of a sudden, he's bleeding. I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah, it was a blade job, but it was great blade, blade job, so fucking great. Uh,
2: oh my, like that was truly the Crimson Mask. He, he was like the the Phantom of the Opera with just blood all over one side of his face. It was, and then oh my god, when he's in the the sharpshooter. And the the blood's on his teeth, and he's just literally primal
1: screaming. So fucking good. Austin got hit with a bell. That is, uh, I wish they used the bell more. I love what I love the sound it makes.
0: What about Brett's daughter, covering her face, can't watch yeah. what's what's going on in there.
2: I also really like uh, Stone Cold's. I call it the the what is it? The bobblehead shake. Yeah, right. He's just like that, and then he's like. It's a little bit like King Hippo, but in the reverse, where <laughs> where now he's ready to kill, kill you.
0: Um, what else did I love? I loved uh, Austin going for the Boston Crab in the middle right there, like a rudimentary submission move. Just kind of like, this isn't my wheelhouse, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to beat Brett. Was that the
2: one where he had his leg against Brett's head, and he was pulling on his on his arm? Yeah, it's
0: basically the Walls of Jericho yeah. is a Boston Crab, but he calls it the Walls of Jericho.
1: It's a little dirty. Uh, Walter is a modified lion tamer, which is a, it's a little different. Okay, it's a very subtle thing, though.
2: But they're all shooting star presses. But, every, <laughs> but everything's a hurricane. Everything's a moon
0: salt.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, this is fucking wrestling perfection. And there's just I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, and it's Austin.
0: Perfect. Austin going for the sharpshooter against Brett, and Brett going for the rake of the eyes, and then they turned it around again where uh, Brett goes for the sharpshooter and Austin rakes him in the eyes. It was. It was poetry. It was beautiful. It was every single superlative that I want to throw out there. Yep. Yeah, that gets my slammy.
1: All the slammies, all the time.
2: So, is this is considered basically one of the best matches? Matches of
1: in the history of, of pro wrestling, any any federation, any brand, any yeah. anything. This is, I, I I think a lot of people would say it is the best. Full stop. But it's certainly in most. It's I everyone's think of, top ten. I can think of five. one
0: that most people put above it
1: but yeah care to share
2: probably is the, it a, the is the, it undertaker post- mankind table lives and chair oh no. no uh undertaker and sean
1: oh the rest the uh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's also that's also another one that's a great match
2: okay well that's a spoiler for me is it something coming i out? mean i think you, could, you think you could assume it's, the yeah it's gonna be in like 10 years so. yeah, it'll be like
1: episode 46 of this podcast but um and plus, I'm sure you'd say to assume that you think that their paths will cross at some point. I doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I think that most people put this match at least in their top five, if not their top three. Mm-hmm. It's it was a it was a fantastic match. It was
0: really good. And Austin never submits. That's the, the
1: big takeaway. What a this. perfect way to play it. What a perfect perfect ending.
0: It was beautiful. It was poetry, and then it was followed up by. <laughs> A Chicago street fight. You know,
1: a match oh, I man. did not hate.
0: I did no. not hate it either. I,
1: didn't hate it at all. I, the, I was like, what? A, I actually thought it was the perfect palate cleanser from this like brutal, intense, gut wrenching match. It was like a silly shenanigan fest. Let's, Let's start with the promo because that promo
2: we have Todd Pettengill in a purple tux <laughs> on the night of nights purple tux. And he said, definitely, definitely says, you've got numchucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... <laughs> like, of course, of course, a guy in a purple tux would
0: say nunchucks. I think that's Ooh, one of num-num. my, it, like when I was a kid, that was one of my judges of whether or not I was talking to a smart person is when we were talking about Ninja Turtles, if they called them nunchucks. You you preferred them to say nunchaku. <laughs>
1: Did you really know that people said that said numchucks yes, yes, I knew a lot of people who yes. said numchucks. It's like
2: saying supposedly.
1: Wow, I don't. I, I didn't know numchucks was like a widely uh, was a uh, what? What's the word? Like a malapropism? It's more it sort of like a malapropism. Dummies, yeah. they're yeah, dummies. dummies. There's a lot of dummies. I, I think all of my friends were. Just, I just ran in crowds that were like heavy, heavy nerds, and they're like, "Oh, we will not mispronounce <laughs> numchucks.
2: <laughs> Can I tell you a, a really embarrassing thing about myself? Please do. Uh, I own a pair of nunchucks that I got when I was like 24 or 25. I was, when I was in Asia and I was learning Taekwondo, uh, my sensei or my master or whatever, uh, taught us how to use nunchucks a little bit. And so we all were super into it and we bought nunchucks.
1: Was this before or after you had to, um, karate chop your way out of a casket buried alive? <laughs> And then I, track down everyone that wronged like you and murder them one by I one. I have
2: learned how to break through a, a wooden board from five <laughs> inches away. Um, yeah, no. I And I still have it at my parents' house, probably. I still have nunchucks. Really?
0: You don't think uh, Bob and Roberta threw that one away? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, in uh, that big pile of all the other things they've thrown out. Like did you ever get rid of
0: that table?
2: <laughs> what table was that?
0: The one that Talia is asked begging you to just put on the street, and you're just trying desperately to to sell on Craigslist. You mean the one that's behind Bobby and and blocking the way to the kitchen? Yeah, that one.
2: Nope, not yet. Uh, Fifty dollars <laughs> or best offer, guys. You have to be willing to come to Brooklyn to pick it up. That's what I've been it's... saying. That's what I've been saying on Let Go. I'm like, before I tell you the price, are you willing to come to Brooklyn to pick this up? Because. Let
0: go is the worst. Instead of a record. Patreon, Eric's just gonna sell his old thing.
1: <laughs> it's less of a let go and more of a come get. <laughs> um, I loved this match. I mean, it was dumb. It was so dumb. I mean, I was profoundly uncomfortable whenever the noose was involved. Ugh. Profoundly oh, uncomfortable. Oh yes. Oh Jesus! I thought uh, any Hail Bob reference was very 1997, and I loved it. Hail Bob? Uh, Hail which was like a comment. That was the comment that, that the
0: Heaven's Gate people thought was there was a ufo behind it and so they killed themselves so that they would ascend to when did they make that reference
1: um some the commentary yeah during so this oh, okay. flying
0: like the hail bop comet oh
1: okay um i did love speaking of flying ahmed johnson not a high flyer um <laughs> who did do a somersault plancha over the guardrail that i was like that's yeah. pretty fucking dope dude yeah, I he, he did a,
2: he he leapt a few times over the he he went back and forth over that garrel so he looked like he'd
0: been practicing. They were doing a lot of fire extinguisher moves. Everyone was covered in shit. It How was... loud is a fire extinguisher, or is it just mic'd really really well?
1: Good, that's a good question. I've never seen one I guess deployed outside of this context. Do you I think, think it was a loud.
0: Do you think it was a real fire
2: extinguisher filled with what fire extinguishers are filled with? <laughs> did you hear when he said? I hope nobody around the ring has asthma. Yeah. Because I've I've been in an apartment where people have used the fire extinguisher for fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, and no, this this match was a health risk.
2: Yeah, and and that stuff like the powder that's in that it basically sucks up oxygen. So as soon as you breathe it in, you immediately don't start choking. I think it's
1: real. I think it's I... <laughs> it's shaving cream. No, I think it's like it's baby steam. powder. I think it's like baby things. powder. Even ba- baby powder would be bad. That's very bad. Well, look, I'm not saying they care for their health that much. I mean, yeah. At this time. I
0: mean, they're hitting themselves with obviously real trash cans. So God, tr-
1: Every time a trash can, it is so fucking funny. It's like literally made with like a Wrigley's gum wrapper. Those I trash cans
2: were, that was like where they, that was their, their paper recycling. Because everything in those trash cans, every time they turned it over was just like their shredded documents. There was nothing <laughs> hard in any of them. Did you, uh, let's see. Oh, that the 2x4 catch I had seen a gif of that And I was like, I was mesmerized By it when I saw it on Twitter And I was like, oh my god, this is where it comes from It's a dope fucking catch
0: Yeah, um, you can Expertly catch a 2 by 4 And yet anytime they wielded anything It looked like they were using their hands For the first time Yes. <laughs> uh,
2: also, Ahmed Is like, he's like Battling somebody
0: outside the ring and Who could even tell who was fighting who at was, any point in this match? It was awesome. he, he's
2: battling somebody, he picks up a pair of nunchucks, tosses them under the under the ring, and goes for another trash can. Like nobody wanted to actually use nunchucks in this match, even though they brought them.
1: And also, but Ahmed Johnson for sure calls them nunchucks. Yeah, oh yeah. Without question. He might
2: call them Num <laughs> Num
1: nums. How many times did they say kitchen sink? So many Jesus fucking crap, and the actual kitchen sink, kitchen sink, kitchen sink. And kitchen then, sink. They, then they brought
0: a kitchen sink, but nobody. But what's it. happening with the kitchen sink? Where is the kitchen sink?
1: Everything, even intellectually, as a child, I was like, "The Legion of Doom is so lame." But yet, every time I see them, like those guys are so cool. <laughs> I don't know what it is about well, the spiky football pads and like. I think the, it was the spiky football the pads and they... the weird like inverted mohawk haircuts and like everything. About what were them they doing there cool. though? They were brought back. They. Were, they were formerly a big tag team no I remember because
0: first they were the Road Warriors yeah. and like literally just stealing from Mad, Mad Max, Max yeah. and then they became the Legion of Doom
1: and now they're back and they're yeah. back ex- they're back now well no
0: I know that I know that they're back I'm just like story wise I know Ahmed's got beat with Nation of Domination what was it was a
1: numbers game and, like, I brought back up and that was the backup yeah up. And,
0: and they actually they did a lot for Ahmed Johnson's
1: well, ring gear and until he the, took it off
0: yeah Ahmed did look dope in the LOD it uh, was awesome. armor. yeah Nod and, versus Law it was oh. great.
1: Also, their um, hometown heroes, Chicago. Uh, so this was also part of this. Uh, Chicago suburbs, uh, Rosemont. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're, uh, hometown heroes, <laughs> Rosemont natives. Uh, so that also helped get drum up the uh, excitement for this. Um,
2: I'd like to point out, by the way, that I, I think a Chicago street fight is a lot like a Chicago's deep dish pizza in that it's not really much like a
1: street fight. Like, see, I was thinking it was more like a Chicago hot dog because there were so many sport peppers. <laughs> But, like, none of this made any sense. They're like, we're not going to have any tags. Everyone's going to fight everyone well, and run no, around. A, I, we, we do this every holiday. They do this till to this day. They're like, it's a Halloween street fight. It's a Thanksgiving street fight. And it's like the new and, day. In the and Usos. none of them are on the street. And yeah, no, we we're never on the street. Though. Oh, my God. There was a video. You know, as you listeners may know this, I play every single WWE game going back to, like, the very first place generation of. No, actually, way further. I've played every WWF wrestling game ever made. Um, but there was at one point when they had a series that was called SmackDown vs. Raw, um, you'd be able to fight outside in the streets when there's a W and we'll get to this, Eric, where there will be a WWF restaurant in Times Square. Um, and you could fight in there and then you could fight into Times Square, climb a rope from a helicopter, and do like swanton bombs off of a helicopter onto the street. I mean it was bonkers. And that is what I want when you say street fight. I
0: I really want the WWF uh, restaurant to come back.
1: <laughs> I, I would first of all go there. We would eat there every day. We, we would probably watch, like
0: record from there. We yeah.
1: would watch every pay-per-view there. A hundred percent. I wish they would bring it back. But where why do they oh, just putting, I'm just party.
0: putting out there in the universe, at some point when I'm rich and famous, I'm gonna buy a bar. It's gonna be called Turnbuckles, <gasps> and it's gonna be a wrestling themed bar here in Brooklyn. My God, I can't and we're gonna watch like, all the pay-per-views.
1: I could for like season eight of our friendship. But we're like, <laughs> I don't know, guys. Let's open a bar. (laughs) Oh
2: man, and then we're gonna have like a stepchild. (laughs) I loved how Hawk had to tighten the noose that was around his neck. It was not smooth. Like when we talk about, you know, like I had to ask, like, did did Steve Austin, like, did he did he blade? Uh And I did not have to ask any questions about Hawk because he was the noose was like liply on him, and he's just like slow. He's (laughs) like kind of pulling it. Pulling it into him.
1: The way, that, because the news was like, there's like, there was no pressure on it. Like it right. It, it was such a bad, and I was like, guys. Well, like, what? there's a way to do
2: it where what you do is you, like, look like you're struggling with it, and then you just kind of make it tight as you're doing well, You
1: always, you're supposed to, like, stick your finger, like, same when they're being choked, when they're being, you know, mm-hmm. you, oh, you put your hands in. Yeah. So it, anyway, it was bad. Honestly, maybe in retrospect, guys, I don't know. No noose. Maybe that's a better
2: idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
1: just like you're thinking about using a noose, maybe don't.
2: Yeah, especially around your uh, wrestlers of color.
1: And especially wrestlers of color, whose entire gimmick is about being wrestlers of color. That's probably yeah. like not the best. Uh, I don't know. They're taking noose. it back. God, no, they weren't.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? They they really they really reclaimed that noose. They were the ones who brought it in. It wasn't anybody else.
1: It was bad. I did not like it.
2: Let's stop talking about the noose. Uh, can we talk about Ahmed Johnson's uh, that at the end when uh, I just wrote, "We can drive it home with one cheek out."
1: He's oh, he, I have he, never seen butt, a hungrier butt. <laughs> I've never seen a hungrier butt as a gay man. I have never seen a hungrier butt in my entire life. That butt. They should make it should play Seymour in a high school musical production <laughs> of Little Shop of Horrors. Starring Ahmed Johnson's Hungry, Hungry Butt. I
2: was going to say Hungry, Hungry Speedos. <laughs> close.
1: I feel the Speedos are more what's being eaten yeah, true. than what's doing the eating. Um, but yeah, boy howdy. Um, I loved the end of this match. I thought the dub- like the post-match, the double doomsday device <laughs> on PG-13, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking great. That was great. What a crowd-pleasing moment. I, that's the kind of shit... As that uh, that was like I marked out so hard for as a kid, and it was like finally the comeuppance of these annoying white boy rappers, both on the shoulders who were like praying, like please mercy. Yeah, and I met Johnson Not in the kidding. flying double cloak I mean, it was awesome. It was uh, It was this match wasn't a masterpiece by Eddie, by in any way, but it was deeply satisfying and a great, I think, palette cleanser after yeah. the last.
2: I, match. I did write great match. I thought it
1: was fun. Yeah, I thought it was um, really fun.
2: Also, Hawk
0: definitely has the same haircut as Vader. Hmm the owners of the Rosemount Horizon will not be happy with the mess that they had to clean up after that. Oh my God. It's like a bunch of parents in an 80s movies went out of town and came back and was like, what did you do? But at least they have enough garbage cans to clean it up. No,
1: the garbage cans are gone. They're crumpled. (laughs) Remember how these days when there's like blood all over the ring and they like... Take off the ring, and put a new <laughs> ring on. I like back then they were like, nope, we're almost gonna be fucking rolling in Austin's blood for the rest yeah. of the night. I was like, oh lick it and gain his power. Ugh. I was like, ugh. At least put on down like they... sawdust. Yeah, can we do something here? It was very honestly a little upsetting to
2: watch. Like, what do they do at rodeos? Do whatever they do at rodeos.
0: Abuse animals? Yeah, that's I mean they do
2: that already, so.
0: <laughs> so HBK the hero comes in and he is getting literally pulled in all directions there was a sign that said hbk
1: cream team i i think literally if we all have that in our notes <laughs> how could you not what the fuck what the actual fuck like so I, I couldn't tell quick enough if it was a man or woman holding that sign doesn't,
0: doesn't matter, matter. <laughs> no, it, it,
1: <laughs> it matters a great deal <laughs> what what are you saying? You are part of the team of people who cream for HBK, or are you alongside HBK creaming with him? I would like to know <laughs> uh, how does this team Or work? is
2: HBK creaming on you?
1: On the team. What is it? How? I just want to know what that means. <laughs> just standing stand underneath <laughs> HBK,
0: just begging for the cream.
1: Why? Also, someone did terrible fan art of HBK on another sign that was so funny to me that I was like, I kind of want to get that tattooed on (laughs) It, it, It it. It looked like Stu
2: Hart with HBK's hair.
1: Wearing an HBK wig. I was like, what? What am I looking at here? An HBK man, he's never met a pleated pant he didn't like. He's like, he's like, I need this extra parachute room for later in case I fill these pants with my cream. <laughs> There
2: was also, I also wrote announcing pyro. That's a first.
1: <laughs> and boy, did he take his fucking sweet time
2: getting to that They seat. had to play the song twice.
1: Holy shit. Oh my God. hogging everybody. He like, found
0: his smile. It's
1: like, boy, keep some cream oh, but to yourself.
0: He definitely doesn't remember anything that was going oh, on that night.
1: I... Oh my God. What a, you could tell he has hopped up on, on cream and goofballs. <laughs> 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 what not but we did get another Psycho Sid promo prior to this match that didn't disappoint in any way he was talking real loud and he to talk about the wizard. I like at one point where he was like I am master and the ruler of the unit of the world and I was like okay I'm glad that you respect your <laughs> that was Very that this one too universe. I thought that was Very last pay per view no that was this one he went to say universe but was like you know what honestly <laughs> too much Sid Let's dial it back <laughs> the world he, i'm gonna he, start small
0: you, need, you know what you need to build to something he at does. some point i appreciate
1: the humility there well we
0: hadn't launched the hubble yet so we didn't
2: Probably really knows, know much of like the listen universe. hell bops
1: out there i don't know if i'm the master <laughs> of the universe jesus christ it was real a real real rough thing oh uh
2: i think one of the things that that sid did say in his promo which i i had was he goes Every man, woman, and child will be scared. He definitely had a list.
1: He also said he. <laughs> Every the man, master.
2: woman, and child will be scared.
1: He also said he's the master. I am the master. I am the ruler of worlds. <laughs> am <laughs> the master of it?
2: one world. I'm oh, just. I was like. I'm the master. Which
1: which one? Any one in particular?
0: He thid psycho thid. Bad streak is already at five and zero oh for the Undertaker yep. at WrestleMania. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot he's got that undefeated streak. Yeah, and that's a, maybe the biggest story that WWF has ever told is Undertaker's streak.
2: Right. By the way, uh, Undertaker's ring gear, back to the gloves, um, it's but the gray back, gloves.
1: It's a callback to his um, uh, WrestleMania 91, his, uh, his WrestleMania debut, which was he had the gray oh, classic yeah. Undertaker outfit with the gray, that's why it was a callback to that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Brett is very salty.
1: I mean, like, that's literally, he's the saltiest. His whole thing is being salty. That's, like, his gimmick.
2: Mm-hmm. But also, that's kid. also his, like, personality.
1: I also, yeah, I don't think that's just, like, truly
2: him. Um, I like how he, he, he's, like, tells The Undertaker that his friendship with The Undertaker is done. And I was like, did we, did was there a friendship? Did you guys, were you in a buddy movie?
0: Yeah, Sid in, sit and, and Taker, in a car, driving towards Mexico. No, no, Brett. Oh, Bret Hart goes. He he's like,
2: our friendship is done. I'm like, when when was Bret Hart friends with the Undertaker?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, they've just been in it for so long together. I guess. I,
2: uh, I also wrote, and I know you know we've we've been calling him Chicken Ramen Hair for a while, but this time I I, I thought about how Sid's hair kind of looked like bird net bird's nest soup without the liquid.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Uh. It's Soup made out of a bird's It's
2: ass. like um, it's like a like a crunchy type of thing that it's like a. Is it in Chinese or I, Thai? I've, I've never eaten. I this. Like it's it. like. It's I like, know like, that it it's exists. It's like woven together and like you know. I don't know. It looks like like Sid's hair.
1: Okay. <laughs> it sounds just like another version of ramen. <laughs> it sounds like you're just describing ramen. And yeah. you went really far your way to be like, I know we said this was ramen, but I actually think it's this, which is also It's just a
2: little ramen. bit like soba noodles. Oh, I also really liked uh <laughs> the ref rolling Sid out of the ring. <laughs> like when Sid was just on the ground and the ref's just like we need to get rid of him and just kind of like this was not over. a
1: good match. No, it's not a good match. Did they match. announce at the start that this was a no DQ no, match? No, and nor in the lead up to it. Literally, it's five minutes into the match of Vince. It's like this is a no DQ match, by the way. And it's like, uh, is it?
0: Because as they're fighting outside, I'm like, what? No one's counting. What's what's yeah. happening?
2: And they were like using. What were they using on each other? Were they were they using chairs and stairs and stuff? Well, they
1: literally also talked about how, um, the champion's advantage about how Undertaker can't win on a count-out or, count or a DQ. And it's like, wait, what? The yeah. whole thing, it was a mess. I, yeah,
0: I didn't even under With all the shenanigans from the last match and all the, the insanity from the one before it, I don't understand why they decided to go no DQ on this one. It seems like just a straight-up match between these two guys, maybe like five or ten minutes less yeah, time would have been. Because this was, yeah. One was of my lot, favorite spots in this
1: match that did not, was the double boot. That they did yeah. wrong. They they, they not the, cam. the camera wrong. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They did They shouldn't have done it. You know, you should have seen, seen west, it. not north yes. south. I and mean, yes. they just, I'm like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? Here? There's
2: also a lot of like flipping guys over the rope, which they did throughout WrestleMania. Like it was a lot of like, not like you know running into them and they go completely over the ropes and like they did it a lot in this. When they both go
1: over the two of them, That's yeah. the, the cactus clothesline is what it's known as. Oh, okay, Clothes- cactus, Remember cactus Jack.
0: Let's see. um things i liked um i like the body shots undertaker like just the, the speed he's yeah. got he's got very fast hands um i like sid going for the tombstone that yeah was
1: good. and then we, again we see that a lot now that was one of the first times that that someone <coughs> reversing the tombstone to their own tombstone yeah pretty fucking cool
0: yeah i thought
1: that was
2: good uh obviously the undertaker's tombstone was was fun at the end the lightning celebration the you know, the Thunder, the Rolling Thunder was cool.
1: I wish... I don't think we needed Bret Hart at the end. I like, really wish it was a cleaner finish. Yeah, a yes. screwy. I yeah. guess
0: that's the only reason that it was the no DQ, so that give Bret the yeah. opportunity.
1: But uh, then again,
0: any more opportunity to put heat on Bret, I guess. But yeah. also it kind of cheapens, because Undertaker... This is Undertaker's second title reign. His first title reign was only, I want to say, four days yeah, long. Yeah, it was less than a week. Yeah. Uh, won from Hulk Hogan and then lost it to Hogan Almost immediately after, uh-huh. in the same day,
1: same no, not one of those, but but pretty close. But this is I also HBK on commentary didn't need him. I'm just like what a fucking ham. I hate that he's. I just like he just makes me mad. Um, but he was like Undertaker, the only person where 13's a lucky number, and I'm like ah-ha-ha, Taylor Swift, <laughs> <laughs> ha, which I felt smug about being knowing something ahead of 1997 Shawn Michaels. Well,
0: Shawn Michaels is a blank slate.
1: That is true. <laughs> and I'll write your name. Have you seen him on IOL?
2: <laughs> you guys thought we were going to have like two episodes for this. Bobby did. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. Was... I, I had to, I watched this a second time because I was like, maybe I missed something. You because know what it is? I was snoozing through a lot this of this.
1: This was, I didn't watch, I wasn't watching wrestling for WrestleMania 12. I started watching wrestling right after WrestleMania 12. So this was like my first Wrestlemania that I was like, oh, this was like the first time and I didn't get to see it as a kid because I didn't have the pay-per-view. So I never, I've never actually seen this. And I, I remember vividly the pictures in WWF Magazine of this pay-per-view and being like so stoked to like finally be able to see it that sitting down to watch it like literally as an adult now had me so fucking excited that I was like, I, I was really into it. But in retrospect, you're right. It was, the Austin Brett match is phenomenal. The street fight was great. This final match had some spots to it, but otherwise the rest of it was kind of garbage. It was like a
2: tale of two halves. The first half was garbagey, was and that, then the second that... half was mostly good. I yeah, I I was like maybe when I was watching the Sid versus Undertaker, I'm like, well, it's an Undertaker match and he wins the title. Maybe maybe I'm supposed to think this is good. I was kind of falling asleep through a lot of this but yeah. i say that through for every paper <laughs> but this one i was literally Well, you were you watching it
0: after four and we
2: know that's literally every time i tried viewing it i would like i would just be like okay i'm gonna have to take. It eric sundowns
0: every time he watches the <laughs> WWE pay-per-view. yeah suddenly i'm behind the wheel of a car i don't even know how i got there for years wwe hosted a yearly award show called the slammy awards and we end each episode of hell in a cell phone with our own version of the slammies in a segment we call for your reconsideration
2: I'll go first. I'm not happy with mine, but, you know, this is such is life. Uh, I'm, a, I'm giving the peekaboo ICU award to Ahmed Johnson's, uh, I believe it's right, butt cheek yep, it <laughs> for, is. you know, look, if we're going to have the, the stars come out for WrestleMania, I'm glad <laughs> that they found a way to work his butt cheek in. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, all the, all the main roster needs to come out.
0: Yeah. I think in a future, um, in a future WrestleMania, they'll show all the stars of the past and one of them will just be a shot of the right cheek. Ahmed Johnson actually isn't in the hall of fame, but his butt cheek is. It's amazing. Yeah. He somehow got it inducted with DX. I don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was mislabeled as X-Pac, the Chiron, actually. (laughs) The headbanger. Yeah. The headbanger. Um, my Slammy, I don't have like a cute name for it, but basically it's for the highest profile celebrity who I still don't know who they are and don't know how they were involved in all of this weekend. And it goes to Cindy Margolis, <laughs> who is Cindy Margolis, but apparently she was with The Rock earlier this weekend, or with Rocky Maivia earlier that weekend. Showed up oh! the- with Cindy Margolis, who I guess is some kind of, I'm guessing a model? Wait, was it? was it that
2: was her with him I thought I thought that was and her with somebody else the covers
1: keep talking about Cindy Margolis so I'm like well that sounds like a famous person's name and she it, is a famous person I think right? she's like
2: um, an actress or a model or both
0: just a model just a model just a model, just a model. Just a model. well yes. no I do not want to downplay her career not yet
1: she's a model I'm sure she appeared she's appeared on a few things but what does she look like I, I can't I'm... she's like blonde great <laughs> oh, she's oh wait nice. no
0: spokesmodel and actress there we go thanks Wikipedia
1: she doesn't not look like Jenna Jameson.
0: Can I right see wrong? her? Yeah, she kind of looked a little bit like Sable, a little bit like she, Jenna she was. Jameson. Oh, she was a fembot in
1: Austin Powers. That makes sense. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Ninety-seven. Okay, now it's so she. Back. Oh yeah, she was hanging out with I guess she with Rocky. With I don't know. They were talking about it, and I was like, interesting. And she played herself
0: in Sharknado three.
1: Oh, that got real sad real fast. Cute.
0: <laughs> I would like to go with the "How do my hands work?" award. Um, first, we, we talk, already talked about in the street fight, just kind of anytime they lifted, especially the big street signs, they had no, like, force as, as far as bringing them down. But even before that happened, first in the Goldust-Hunterhurst-Helmagey match, the, at one point, Marlena... Yeah. Is, has both hands in front of her as though she's praying and the cigar is between the hands smoking it in a way that nobody has ever smoked anything before in their lives. And then Paul Bearer, when oh he claps, his hands yes. go into like a paw formation. I'm yes. sorry you cannot see this right now. And he's just... Hitting the bottom of his hands yeah. together, smashing his he palm squeals. heels together. Yeah, uh,
2: I actually had a note. And I was upset that we passed by, but I'm glad we came back to it. Wow. Is celebrating Paul Bearer looks like the the clap clapping monkey, <laughs> like the one like ah, like the monkey shines monkey. Yeah, no, what a weird fucking weird celebration. And he was just kind of like in the foreground again. You know, he's really good at finding the foreground.
0: <laughs> yes. Love us, disagree, want to hit us with the kitchen sink? Let us know. Email us at helinocellphone at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. And You can. On Twitter? You can find Twitter us on. Twitter is coming. Corn! <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Pod or each of us individually. Eric at prime silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank, and Aaron at slow Please rate and review us on iTunes. Come on, please rate and review us. We've got two reviews at this point. You know, I was
2: hanging out with somebody who said she wasn't going to listen, but that she was going to rate and review. Great. And she didn't
0: do either. Jesus. What a bitch. (laughs) Please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you again for In Your House 14, Revenge of the Taker.
2: Maybe they don't know, like, what apps to use to listen to this. Like the apps I use, Overcast. That's my. That's the new app I've been oh, using. Oh, really?
0: I just use the one that comes on my phone. No,
2: Overcast is really good. You can make playlists and like, and it's just better. Okay. I don't even have anything fun for the end of this. <laughs>